Welcome to Quarantine and Chill. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and we have uh, Captain Matt Hartgrove here with us today. Hey there. And we have Rocket Logan Stump with us today. What's going on? Howdy. <laughs> and we are talking some Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we got a little questionnaire, just like we did with Star Wars, that we're going to answer, and we're going to rank our films, and also take a look ahead at the future. But before we do that, we're going to catch up with Matt, and how has your week been? Uh, a lot of homework. Um, <clears throat> over the weekend, I got to finish up Kingdom Hearts 3. I loved it. Nice. Um, and rumors of a Disney Plus series of that coming yeah. down as well. Yeah, honestly, I finished it. I think the last world took me around five-ish hours. Wow. With all the cutscenes <clears throat> and all the different battles. <clears throat> And then I honestly spent the rest of the night watching videos about it because there was explain I had it. so many questions, but also to kind of relive some of it because I actually thought some of those cutscenes were so cool. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that was probably one of my favorite endings of games in the series, even though some of the endings are, were kind of cheesy, where mm. it was like the bad guy saying something like nice, like, you know, see you around, man. Like, you're really awesome. Um, I was like, that's a little disney-ish but with xehanort and uh ericus together yeah and then there was like luck luxured kind of does another one where he's like you play this game really well and he's sort of like i hope we get to play as uh humans again and i'm like okay like that's that's supposed (laughs) to be a bad guy but (laughs) yeah um but it's a really good game i would i i think it's probably one of the best one it's probably the best one they did in kingdom hearts um and i i just like i just like i thought the ending completed that storyline which was nice i'll tell you what part took me a long time so i had i had i played it kind of like you did where it was like the last few hours like i just kind of kept playing and i get to the final battle with xehanort and there's a part where you are kind of it's like very dark room you know i'm talking about and he keeps like uh like it's like the last step before you kill him right it is like the literal like last part of the the battle and i kept dying at that part and because he would just Uh, keep like appearing out of nowhere and like i'd have to keep dodging and keep you know like then he would do this killer attack that i have to dodge and it was it was brutal and i was I had something to do the next day. I think it was I had, like, to get ready for my move from my parents' house to, to our house. And I literally stayed up till 1 or 2 a.m. to finish it because I was like, there's nowhere to save it, and I don't want to redo the battle all over again. So I was like, I'm literally just going to keep doing this until I win tonight. And I was so yeah. pissed off, but I won, and I was very happy. It's definitely... um. What I loved about the end was the different battles. So it was like you just walk over to a different battle and then mm-hmm. you could like 
join in. And I, I actually like that they gave every character an ending cutscene instead of the old games where when it's like a two boss battle, the other one just sits there and just kind of like it's got the little stars going around their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was I, I did think that was incredibly nice. Um, the only part I hated was when you have the first time where you get attacked and like everyone like dies, I guess. Mm-hmm. and you have to save them and then you fight that one thing that's not even that strong but it's oh it's like the annoying. tornado of heartless yeah but like you fight like this thing that has all their hearts and you just go to different lands you've been to oh to, like, yeah, 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 it. yeah i couldn't i just hated facing it because every time with my combos that i had mm-hmm. like i couldn't stop my combo so after like three fourths of the way in, he does his move where he's like, he like disappears, but he leaves like shadows of himself trailing, and explode. But I never had time to let get out of the way quick enough. Every yeah, time yeah. he did that move, that I think that pissed me off more than anything. But I finished it. And Logan is like, what the hell are they talking about? How yeah, about so you, Logan? How, yeah. how, you, uh, how are you doing? Uh, how are you good. doing? <laughs> how are you doing? Um, good. No, we, uh, I've, I've been catching up on all the shows that I missed in the spring. Um, so I'm pretty much caught up on all my shows that I missed. Because um, usually during school and especially during the spring, I miss a lot because of baseball. Um, so I've been able to catch up on most of those. You haven't had any of that to watch or coach or anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> um we've also binged uh the uh the good place which i had never seen before so um, we actually got all the way through the season three and now we have to wait until peacock comes out um do you not have hulu no we do but they don't have they only have have five right yeah they only have five the, the last five um so like the first six or whatever it's almost worth buying them on um iTunes and watching them. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah, we, I don't know. We'll, we probably end up doing that maybe. But then, knowing my luck, I'll do that and then they'll take them right off of Hulu. Um, but yeah, we've been watching that and um, I've been, uh, we, we actually ventured out. I got a haircut um, and then I've been dealing with all this yearbook stuff. But other than that, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. I feel like we're finally moving at a pace where feels like we actually have to do stuff we went to the pool a couple times so mm. exciting stuff and it's rained a lot <laughs> anyway jordan how was your week <laughs> yeah my week uh i am doing okay i am almost done friends i think i'm on episode 12 out of 18 for season 10 right now so um i i want to catch up on uh, agents of shield just premiered last night so i'm probably gonna watch some of that maybe after this uh other than that i've been reading a whole bunch of comics which we're going to be getting into here so i have marvel unlimited which is i got it for 60 dollars a year back in february and it's just um they they have thousands of digital comics on there that you can just look up a character and like read from you know the earliest issue they have for a lot of these um but I was reading an arc with Captain America that seems to be what they're probably going to base Falcon and the Winter Soldier off of. so uh, Or at least part part of that. So I was reading that arc, and now I, I just finished 
literally right before we recorded, um, I finished John Hickman's uh, X-Men relaunch, which started last year. And it's called House of X and Powers of Ten. That was a really good, really good comic. So just trying to catch up on some stuff that's on my reading list and trying to get some of that stuff done. So we are going to be getting into our MCU questionnaire. And we're also just probably going to end up talking a whole bunch of stuff about the MCU <laughs> as a whole. Uh, just like we did with Star Wars. Uh, and I want to make a correction here, actually. that I did not hear that thing on a podcast for Star Wars. It was actually on the Diamond, uh, the Disney Gallery Mandalorian. It's something that Dave Filoni said at the end of Episode 2. So that's where I got it from. Got it from somebody who actually works in Star Wars, about that old Qui-Gon father figure thing. So uh, it wasn't a fan thing. It was actually an official thing. Oh. So there we go. Um, before we get all the hate emails and, and Twitter, uh, from our, you know, one listener, uh, <laughs> he's a tool. <laughs> oh, there he goes. So we got, uh, we got this kind of broken up here, uh, favorite Avenger. And then we're going to go into that. I'll, I'll kind of start this time. I think before we've kind of done other, I think we've done like usually starting with Matt or Logan, I'm going to start, and I'm going to... So it's Favorite Avenger. I have it as Spider-Man if we're counting Spidey as an Avenger. If we're not counting Spider-Man as an Avenger, then it's Captain America. Uh, Spider-Man's always been my favorite. He's typically not an Avenger in the comic books. uh, But in the movies, you know, he... You know, Tony knights him as an Avenger in Infinity War, so I guess we could count Spider-Man as Avenger, but... He's been my favorite since I was a kid, and uh, Tom Holland nails it. I uh, can't wait for Spider-Man 3 next year, and yeah. Um, but Captain America otherwise, if we're, if we're picking somebody other than Spider-Man, it's got to be Captain America for me. Um, I really love Cap, and I think Chris Evans really embodies Captain America and and. Uh, great casting and just the character as a whole with him going through World War II and you know being frozen and coming back and just kind of not taking any crap from the government you know he, he doesn't see himself as somebody that works for the government but for somebody that works for the people of the nation and that's what I really admire about Captain America and we could probably use a cap in America about right right about now as it is. Um, <laughs> so how about uh, we'll go Logan, your favorite Avenger? Uh, he took mine. Um, so uh, yeah, Spider Man. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the, that way for a long time um, until he Tom Holland took over um, as Spider Man. Uh, I never really liked Peter Parker's obviously different branch off, but. I never liked, uh, or not Peter, uh, what the heck is his name? Toby uh, McGuire. Toby there we go. Um, I didn't like his version of, of Peter Parker or Spider-Man as much as Tom Holland. I just feel like Tom Holland embodies um, everything that Spider-Man is uh, and everything you've heard about Spider-Man. Um, I just felt like Toby McGuire was like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't feel like he was college age. I felt like he was like a really old man trying to go back to his college days and live his heyday. I never really, really got into that. Um, and Tom Holland being younger, and I think Tom Holland's funnier than him. Um, and 
you know, I, and I think, and obviously getting into uh, spoilers, but those, those are two of my favorite movies um, in the whole in the whole series. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's everything with Spider Man's probably my favorite. He was not my favorite. It had always been uh, Iron Man, but um, that slowly started to go away. Spider Man is such a quick witted character, and I, he has the best villains in the whole mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. the whole Marvel comic books and in comic books and I, I I think a lot of times if you look if you if you talk about comic villains, people usually look at Batman or Spider Man as having the best villains. And I would agree, you know, like it, 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 Batman has the best DC villains. Spider-Man has the best Marvel villains. Definitely. How about you, Matt? Your favorite Avenger? Uh, Iron Man? Uh, yeah, mine's <laughs> Iron Man. I love him. Um, it's the sarcasm. It's the Chandler, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very much a lot of my favorites tend to. But I also, I actually think he, in general, I think he, I agree with a lot of what he does throughout the films. Um, Cause I know when civil war came out, it was like team captain team Iron Man before and after the movie, I was still on his side. Um, of, I can't of, tell you how wrong you are. There. <laughs> I'm not, not many people seem to share that sentiment. And I, I've, I've not met a ton of team Iron Man um, people. Really, you got to come up here then, because I tell you, there was these two guys at work with me that uh, were always flaming Cap and saying they were Team Iron Man, and I was like, "You guys are so wrong." I, <laughs> I never I, meet anybody that's Team Cap, so so yeah, go ahead. I think what happened, especially in that movie when Captain America was found out to be hiding, uh, basically that huge, like uh, surprise to uh, to Iron Man about his parents and Bucky like that to me just like cemented it i guess in a way because i don't know i i just always liked iron man for who he was and i actually thought like throughout the throughout the movies he does start off as like the big playboy but then he really does start to grow into a lot more of a a leadership figure instead of just the cocky uh like billionaire uh billionaire playboy i think there's that like line that's like without the suit what are you and he's like billionaire philanthropist I don't even know what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's <laughs> like that line. His lines, I think, are some of the best lines. And then I actually really do like his relationship with Spider-Man because I think that also shows a completely different side of him mm-hmm. because he doesn't really he doesn't have a kid, and you know his dad wasn't always kind. Of, like I know he had a bad relationship with his dad in the movies, and I actually love their scene in Endgame. Um, I thought that was like a, I thought that was a really really good scene that they did. Um, but I just, his scenes, his mannerisms, his whole storyline, I think is one of the best ones. So it's always Iron Man. If I had to pick a second one, it was actually going to be Dr. Strange. Okay. Um, so, and then probably Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland. And I, I think that movie has one of the best scenes. Far From Home has one of the best scenes in all the movies. Um, when he's on the plane, when he looks like Tony Stark. Uh, or like that whole part where he's kind of mimicking Tony Stark. Oh, making his own suit or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love Doctor Strange too. I actually really love the movie. I love the... Um, I Benedict Cumberbatch is also a great actor. Um, but it's Iron Man. Logan, are you Team Cap or Team Iron Man when it comes to Civil War? <sighs> okay, so here... I'll, I'll get into my little conundrum here. Iron Man was always my favorite, and I'd always watched him from the very beginning. 
um, mm-hmm. like a hundred times. Like that's all I would watch was Iron Man. And we actually had the like a TV in our locker room and and for high school basketball. And we that was always playing on loop. It was like the only DVD we had in there. Um, but we were, you know, I always loved Iron Man, and uh, I was always Team Iron Man until I got to Civil War, and then I went Team Cap because I was like Iron Man's such a t- like such a tool in in Civil War, and I was like it, it, it like he had been for a while, but like it really just lamented that, like I, I can't stand him in Civil War. Um, like he he acts that way. Like I I. I see where people agree because I've heard Captain Team Captain is all I hear down in Florida. Really, um, <laughs> he's beautiful. Like I, I, I do understand both sides, but I think what it is, it's like when you watch some of the stuff that happens. I do think as Captain America always wants to do what's best, but I always, but it seems like what's best is always putting himself in this situation, and I don't always think that's the the right move. Which is why I always was like, I think Tony had a better idea of staying behind it instead of where you know captain and they you know, they have that issue where the building blows up like at the very start of that movie and it's like that's why i got annoyed with him yeah but if nobody was there then it could have been even worse you know they were making some sort of Cap- uh, it was weird weren't they like, making like I, a virus or something yeah it was like some sort of bioweapon but I, it was weird because i i love captain america and then, like, in that Civil War range, especially after the whole Bucky thing gets kind of, like, told to everyone, like, oh, I knew Bucky killed your parents. Like, I, then I was like, eh, I'm not really a big fan of him. And then by the time you got to Endgame, I think that's where I was like, okay, I, I like, he's pretty cool again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I can, I, I get the whole uh, people being mad at him for not telling Steve, but I, I'm telling, uh, Tony, but I also don't think that I still don't think Tony would have been totally like, oh, I mean, like, because when you look at it, you know, Bucky was brainwashed. You can't really just fault Bucky either on it, you know, so, you know, Tony's going to want to take it out on Bucky. So, I mean, I can kind of see what people are saying about it. But when I when I usually look at the team cap or team Iron Man conundrum, I usually look at what started it. You know, which is the Accords, and and I agree with Steve that uh, it, you know, they shouldn't be under government. Um, they're not soldiers. You know, they're uh, they should act independently. Um, is how I, it's kind of the main issue that I I agree on with Cap. Um, and if Tony had had that argument, I would be Team Tony, but. He didn't. Um, favorite <laughs> guardian. I chose a uh, rocket. Um, rocket is funny, but rocket also has a stat, a sad history. Uh, uh, I really like guardians volume two with rocket, you know, figuring out that, you know, he's kind of pushing them away because he's, you know, kind of scared of, of losing his family and um, or getting attached to them and then losing them. So I think Rocket's gone through a lot. And uh, I think him also, it really helps having him be part of the Avengers during, uh, you know, Endgame and him being there throughout the snap. Um, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I just really like Rocket. And I think Bradley Cooper does a great job as him. Uh, so you can't even tell it's Bradley Cooper, to be honest. He's just 
totally his his voice is just so different. Uh, Matt, uh, no, Logan, sorry, favorite guardian. Uh, you, Matt, uh, Jordan, you can just do my list. Um, <laughs> I, I see how this is gonna go. Um, yeah, mine's Rocket too. Um, and mine is because mine's uh, Rocket one. I, I, Okay, yeah, Rocket 2. No. (laughs) No, I just like how unfiltered he is. Uh, And and when he talks about Nowhere um, and his interactions with Quill uh, and Thor, he's ultimately, like, Thor and Quill make it funny, but I think Rocket's commentary on those two arguing and Quill basically saying everything that he's not um, and and then saying, like, why did you change your voice? Like, yeah, you changed your voice. It's different. Um, I think his whole commentary just kills me the whole time. Um, and, and I don't know, like like what you said, his past has a lot to do with it. Uh, and plus, I just think he's got everything going for him. Um, and I think he's uh, probably the best guardian of ever. So, yeah. All right. And Matt, your favorite guardian. So it's not Rocket. Um, <laughs> you suck, Matt. <laughs> Come on, dude. We shared our list with you. I have to throw a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. actually Gamora. Okay. Yeah. The uh, dead one or the alive one? Now? <laughs> Probably the alive one. Gamora too. I think alive. So like we I, are Gamora. I don't, I don't mind the Guardians movies. Um, I, I think one is much better than two. Um, I, I thought the storyline was just. It was kind of an odd storyline in two. I mean, because I, in a way, all of the Guardians to me are just, they're very similar people because they're a, more of like a misfit bunch. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what I, like, what would happen in Infinity War changed, changed myself from Star-Lord to Gamora because I, I hated how he acted in Infinity War yeah. um, with Gamora. Because she was basically telling him, like, hey, do this. Kill me if he gets a hold of me. And that's going to save everyone. And then, of course, in the scene where he can't just, like, not hit Thanos in the head while he's under Hmm. hypnosis by Mantis also really bothers me. Um, But I I like Gamora. I I love Zoe Zeldania. Um, So I I, I do enjoy her as an actress. Um, But I also just kind of like what Gamora is. She's the fighter of the group. Um, She's very... And I like that she got away from Thanos, Mm-hmm. Like she, she was one of the first ones to realize like this guy's nuts. And he, I know that she was a kid when you know she met him, but she didn't really know anything else. But knowing that her kind of adoptive dad wanted to murder half of the population everywhere, and eventually getting away from that, um, I don't know. I, I thought she was the smartest one out of that bunch. Uh, Rocket probably being the second one when it comes to them being smart. Um, but yeah, she. I, I think if when I watch it, I, I actually was more sad at her death in Infinity War than probably than than Black Widow's death in Endgame. When it comes to the whole Soul Stone, right, right. Um, but yeah, she she'd be my favorite one. All right, we're up to the big one now. Favorite villain. Mine is, you know, the big, uh, you know, grimace with uh, with the ball sack chin. It's Thanos. <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking about grimace from McDonald's. 
Yeah, yeah. That's what Star Lord yeah. calls him. Yeah, Grimace, because uh, he's purple. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Thanos uh, for me, uh, particularly Infinity War Thanos. Um, I mean, Endgame Thanos is probably scary because he's just wanting to kill them all, but uh, Infinity War Thanos has depth and has. He loves Gamora. It's proven that he gets the soul stone from throwing her off and he's crying over her. He's he's doing whatever it can because he thinks what he is doing is right. And that's what I think is really good about a villain. They're not evil just for evil's sake. He thinks that this is what's needed because he had seen the same thing happen on Titan. And uh, yeah, so mine is definitely Thanos. How about you, Logs? You mean ours is Thanos? <laughs> um yeah, mine's Thanos too. And like you said, I, I love uh, the ending, and and I love uh, his I love his like, complexity, kind of like Kylo. Um, I think yeah. his his whole talk with Gamora is so cool. Um, and I think one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part of uh, Infinity War, is when he's talking to her, and he goes, you know, I want to watch the sunrise, and then he, and then he's talking about um, what did it cost. And she she asked him what did it cost, and he said everything. everything. Yeah, um, which is really cool. And and when I we talk about um, dystopian stuff for my my ninth graders and stuff, and I always use uh, that trailer um, and his uh, speech about everything that it's going to cost him, um, and that he doesn't really see himself as a villain; he sees himself as a hero um, mm-hmm. by by eliminating people. Uh, so that they can feed everybody, because that's what happened to his planet, was that, you know, there was there was not enough to go around, which is a scary thought, but it's, it is it is true. I mean, it's, you know, it gets to a point where you can only feed so many mouths, um, yeah. which was his whole point, which is such a cool dynamic. Um, and not many, not many villains go about it that way, I don't feel, because um, I do feel like a lot of the dystopians, like, for instance, Hunger Games, and then uh, I just don't feel, I feel like theirs is more about just corrupt government and becoming greedy. Um, and I guess Thanos is this too, but but his is more about like, he wants to be the ruler that gives everybody the needs and, and the wants of the, and he goes, you know, did I fix this world? Uh, and, and it is, it's kind of weird how he, how he does. So, yeah. All right, over to Matt. It's not Thanos, so he's still... <laughs> I'm glad you're not going to you guys. Uh, mine comes from a movie. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the movie. Um, but my from Black Um he's he Hold I, on, it kinda I, cut I, out. It kinda cut out. But you said Killmonger? Yeah, I hope my phone's not cutting out too bad because No, that was the only time it that was the time. It's had a weird day. Um yeah, Killmonger from Black Panther. He... I actually like him more than I like Black Panther. <laughs> I would have been okay if he had won the the battle between the two of them. I would have Wait, been he content. didn't win? No. <laughs> oh, I should go back and watch that again. He 100% was stronger. Um, just maybe not as smart. I, yeah. I, I like his backstory. I, I actually think that was the best part of the movie was mm-hmm. kind of hiding him as the son of the uh, guy that was killed at the very start. Yeah. And his entrance into the Wakanda. Of the yeah. Like his interest into Wakanda where he's like, 
he, he the way he acts is what gets me. It's just like he's like, ask what my name is, or and it's like, and T'Challa's just like, don't do that. Like, just go away. And he's just like, ask my name. And then like they do it, and then he says all this stuff, and then he just says, hey, auntie. And I remember watching that clip, and I was like, okay, this guy's so cool. Like he he was so cocky about it. Um, Michael B. Jordan's a great actor too. Uh, I I tend to enjoy whenever he's in a movie. Um, but I also thought like in a, he, he's a villain, but in the same thing, what he wanted to do was help people not in Wakanda. Like he, he by giving to, them like, weapons to overthrow everybody. Yeah, right. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. He's still, he's being helpful. He's being helpful. So we're you know, going to just go with the helpful part. Matt, um, your, your love for villains um, reminds me of the Barney Sense and Ralph Macchio um, <laughs> thing where he's yeah, like, I love all the villains. Darth Vader. <laughs> so and... sad when they don't win. That's oh, so good. I think that's the only time I watched one of the movies and I was sad the villain didn't win. Because I, I, we'll get into it, but Black Panther is one where he started off so cool and I was so pumped for the movie. And then the movie came out and I went, I like Killmonger more. Like, and I, I didn't expect that, but I was like watching it going, I think Killmonger had a better, better scenes and better story. Um, but yeah, he, he, he would be my top one. I kind of hope if they do a Black Panther 2, he makes a comeback. I'm kind of hard to come back from the dead. Uh, you never know really with these movies. Well, yeah. I was going to say with, uh, Suri, um, I, I think you could, well. yeah, actually I, I preferred. I thought she was. Are you saying like better than Black Panther? Yeah. I she, no. I like. I yeah, no. I, I think, think that. I think she could do things to bring people back. Not necessarily back from the dead, but. but have why would them. you want to bring back your enemy though? <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. He wanted to die. I think unfortunately he's done. And Michael B. Jordan. I don't think he's signing on for any more of these. I hope they bring Ralph Macchio back. So. I actually in that movie. I he he only. He has a bigger role, I guess, in Age of Ultron, really. But Clow, or is it Clo or Clow? Clow. Ulysses Clow. I I think I actually really enjoy him. Yeah, I was um, I was sad that they killed him off in Black Panther. Actually, I really mm-hmm. liked him. And I, I actually didn't realize he's in Age of Ultron until like mm-hmm. the third time. That was after I when I watched all of them again, and I was like, oh, that's the I remember him from Black Panther, and clearly he was in these movies before. And um, also, uh, that's when he loses Freeman. his arm. And Martin Freeman's character. I actually think I might like all the other characters besides Black Panther and Black Panther. <laughs> Martin Freeman's really good in it, too. And he's uh, he's in Civil War initially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he's in Black Panther. All right. I'll hopefully have a different one than you guys again. All right. So, so favorite non-super being. So, and I'm not sure what you guys put. For me, I didn't mean people like Tony. Who's who's doesn't have a power for me? I met people like, I guess Nick Fury, Mariah Hill, mm. Happy, uh, Ned from you know Spider Man, uh, Spider Man. Uh, so I said I said Happy Hogan. Uh, I really like Happy, uh, played by John Farrow. I just think he's uh, I think he's a really funny character. And uh, I, I mean, one part that always gets me too, and in. in um, Iron Man 2 is when he's driving Natasha to the place to kick some butt and she's changing in the back and he keeps trying to look in the rear view mirror. Um, I always thought that part was funny. And then him him and uh, Peter in the Spider-Man movies are really good too. Um, yeah, it's got to be happy for me. 
How about you, Logan? Dang it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but same, same movie. Uh, I like, I like Zendaya. Zendaya's uh, MJ. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I, I just really love, I, I mean, cause I love Peter Parker uh, and Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Um, I love their interactions and I, I don't know. I just feel like she's such a good supplement to him. Uh, and I, and she's much more like witty, I think now, um, than, uh, what's her name's the redhead, uh, is it Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. Yes. The original. Yeah. Um, I just like Zendaya is better. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think she's great. She's a better actress. That's why. Yeah, she is. She um, also kind of plays a more 21st century kind of mm-hmm. MJ. Like it's very more. She's modern. very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I felt she's like not damn so in distress all the time. Yeah, I feel like she's very strong for who she is, and she's kind of the MJ that I thought of when I thought of. Because I just didn't feel like. I mean, I feel like the way that Peter Parker is and Holland's character, just the way that he portrays it, um, I just think that it's a better fit for that Spider-Man to have her. Um, so yeah, MJ is my favorite. All right. How about you, Matt? What's Natalie Portman's character? <laughs> Jane Foster. <laughs> no. Uh, no, mine uh, actually very Padme? close to what we were just walk, uh, talking about. Uh, but mine is Everett Ross, who is Martin Freeman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Character. Um, I, I think it's more I think it is more on the Black Panther movie that I, I think made me really enjoy him. Yeah, he's moment, got more of a role. I think he's going to be in Black he, Panther, too, as well, they said. And, like, the moment he pops up, and I've watched a few things with Martin Freeman, especially Sherlock, and he's so different in this than he is in Sherlock. And he's in The Uh, Office, too, the British office. And his—the way he talks with with T'Challa when they're trying to figure out what's going on with the vibranium and and uh, Ulysses Claw? Claw? Claw. Claw. Why, Why am I having trouble saying that? I don't know. Oh. Just think of a claw. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just, White I, claw. I, love the, I don't know. I love the entrance with him, and then his interactions when it comes to them um, interrogating Ulysses. I'm just gonna say Ulysses. Um, You're saying that wrong. Too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I love the way he talks with them, um, and then when he ends up in Wakanda, and he's like, "How that was like a day, and I had a bullet in my spine. How did you like?" Yeah, just like the way he acts, I he was probably if we had to pick non like super being, he's probably my favorite. It's a good pick. Martin Freeman's good in everything I've seen him in. So yeah, I was gonna say Martin Freeman honestly is incredible in everything I've watched him. I watched him in some random horror movie that was um that's on Amazon. It's like really? a British movie, and he is incredible in it. You don't even like. You don't even realize that this is a guy that played John Watson in mm-hmm. Sherlock. It's like he he's a, he is one of the more impressive actors I've ever watched. Yeah, he played the Jim uh, character in uh, the British version, which was named I Tim. See that. Uh, I he that he was in the Hobbit as Bilbo, and he's been in the Marvel films. He's been in, uh, like I said, Sherlock. Uh, he he's got an impressive resume. Um, and the fact that we have Benedict and and Martin Freeman in the universe is really funny. <laughs> I really want them to share a scene together in some movie. 
Uh, favorite movie of Phase One. So, for people that don't know what Phase One is, it was Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, um, Thor, Captain America: The First Avenger, and Avengers. Mine on this list is Avengers. I think it's the most rewatchable of the bunch, and I really enjoy just being able to watch all the heroes together. Um, and uh, it's really a good sign of things to come. And really, at that point, <clears throat> that's what we thought they were all building to, was the Avengers. And it was, you know, like, if that had failed, there wouldn't be any more movies. But, um, uh, but it really, you know, is built into Endgame. And it was something at that time, you're, everybody was saying, Avengers is never going to work. Avengers is never going to work. How are they going to give enough uh, screen time to all six of these heroes? It's just going to be an Iron Man movie plus the Avengers. It's not going to be good. It's not going to work. It's going to fail at the box office. And it became the highest grossing movie of all time that summer. And, uh, and you know, which was then beaten by Jurassic World in 2015. But for three years, it held its own, and people thought the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, that final one was, what, the Dark Knight Rises? Everybody thought that that mm-hmm. would be the one that would break the record that year and that it'd be huge, but Avengers overshadowed that movie um, that summer and really was uh, a huge uh, uh, a huge moment in pop culture, too, where really that's where the MCU really took off. You know, Iron Man was huge, but that was the first billion-dollar MCU movie was Avengers, and it was a blast. I remember being there opening night, and it was just really... The crowd was great. It was crazy. It was awesome. How about you, Logan? Uh, mine's Iron Man, um, mostly because I grew up watching so much of Iron Man, which is really weird because I never got into the rest the of rest it. The rest of it, yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> Because I remember I told you guys, it was back in 2014 is when I started to watch it. I got all the way through Avengers and then stopped. Um, And uh, no reason why, I just did. Um, And I didn't watch all of them until uh, right before Infinity War came out. Um, And then I was delayed watching Infinity War. But, But yeah, no, Iron Man was always my favorite just because it... It, it's so nostalgic. I mean, going back to where it all really started for um, with Downey, um, the godfather of a lot of people think of Marvel. So, um, you know, I think it's just cool to go back and watch that and Pepper Potts and, and you know, their relationship start um, in that movie. And then Happy. I think Happy is great um, in, in the first one, but... Yeah, it, it really does kick it off, and I loved just the suits and all the high-tech stuff back when I was in high school like that, um, so that stuff always interested me, um, and that was, yeah, that was really good. Did I was uh, did Sherlock come off of that after that with Downey? Was Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, it was right after that. It was that, after yeah. that, yeah, because um, I was on like a Downey spree for a while. Um, I always loved him and everything that he was in. So, but yeah, no, Iron Man's my favorite phase one. Uh, how about you, Matt? I I guess I'll take the role of agreeing with Jordan this round. Oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, I was getting tired of it. <laughs> uh, it. It's Avengers, and a lot of the same reasons as Jordan. The other thing with Avengers was that's actually the first movie in the 
Marvel Cinematic Universe that I actually saw. Um, um, I had I did not see the other ones prior, so I didn't see Iron Man yet. I I didn't really know much about the whole cinematic universe, so I I think I honestly saw the movie because some friends of mine went to the movie theater, and that was like the only one that we saw that we all went okay yeah we could go watch it um and i i i also love that it's kind of the only time where there isn't a whole lot of controversy with them they're very yeah they're, they're all together like there's no arguments happening and right, all, at the beginning it. of the film <laughs> yeah but like it, it you definitely see them all fight together without yeah. having to deal with you know the whole accords and you know there's no issues with ultron where tony and you know, Bruce Banner somehow creates some, or more Tony, or but like they create some sort of inhuman supercomputer genius thing that occurs. Um, and I think it's one of the, it's weird because if you ended the whole thing after Avengers, say, you know, for some reason they just couldn't get the movies going again, I, I don't think that would have been the worst thing where yeah. you wouldn't have many questions because you would have been like, oh, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America saved the day, and they all go, you know, live their lives happy. Um, and I also think Hawkeye in that movie is is so cool. I remember watching Avengers going, this Hawkeye guy, is, all he has is a bow, and he somehow just never misses. Mm-hmm. And the lines were incredibly good, too, because, again, that being my first movie, I didn't know much about, you know, Captain America. I didn't know much about Tony Stark. And so watching like the little sarcastic comments and everything that Tony would say and especially in the beginning when they're all fighting like Thor, Tony and Captain yeah. all fighting against each other. I was laughing so hard watching that movie. So it's always going to be Avengers. I think it's that might actually be my top movie when we get to the list. Yeah, it was a uh, that's awesome. That's your first one. My first one was Iron Man. <laughs> I mean, I there's. Uh, but I, I had, uh, got the DVD or something of Iron Man, watched that one. And then I saw Iron Man two in theaters over in England. So that was fun. Uh, and then I saw, I I didn't get to see Thor in theaters. That was back before I could go to movies a lot in a year, like where I was, you know, like I was beholden to whatever my parents or friends were seeing. Um, so then we, but me and my dad went and saw Captain America, the first Avenger in theaters, and we rented Thor when that came out on DVD, and we watched that one as a family, and then, uh, yeah, and then we were all pumped for Avengers. And then Avengers I, is pretty much, well, I didn't even get to see Iron Man 3 in theaters, but pretty much since Thor The Dark World, when we were down on program, I have seen every movie in theaters for the MCU since Thor the Dark World. I skipped Iron Man 3 because I couldn't find anybody to go with me before I before I went down to that because that came out in May, the year we went down on program. So we only had I only had a little bit of time before we had to go down there and I couldn't get I didn't have any friends. I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> so uh, I couldn't really find anybody to go. I I remember watching I'm very certain I, I watched Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America. Hulk I didn't see for years. I actually don't think I saw that until 2017. But the other movies besides Avengers, I actually think I saw for the first time while on our program together. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, because I remember watching. I definitely remember watching Captain America and Iron Man. But I, I just never. I mean, the first one came out in two thousand eight. I was fifteen years old, so I wasn't exactly going to movies by myself or like with friends. Yeah, we weren't. We couldn't drive yet at that point. Um, so yeah, we. I never really saw those movies, and so I do remember seeing Avengers in theater. And I was just like, oh, that's a really cool movie. I didn't actually even realize that there was... I honestly don't think I realized that there was a huge background story prior to it. I just thought it For was which like one? a really cool movie. Avengers. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oh, man, this is really cool. You got all these superheroes fighting together. And let me tell you, the biggest part... The best part of that movie for me, Avengers, is... Uh, so there was this game that came out a few years before Avengers. It was called Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And there was a sequel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. And in the second one, it was uh, an adaptation of the comic storyline of Civil War. But you could, like, have, like, fusion moves together or something, right? So you have this team of four heroes. and I know what you're talking about. This is yeah. so odd. So I only know what you're talking about because right before quarantine, my roommate and I... And our friend Joe, we were playing this game. <laughs> the old one or the new one that just came out on Switch? Uh, no, definitely old. It was on Xbox. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it, it's really good. I have it on Xbox 360. Um, but there was this... Yeah, so there was a game like that. And there was this fusion move where... Uh, if you have Iron Man and Cap in your party and you're fighting... Captain America could shoot his beam at... I mean, sorry, Iron Man could shoot his beam at Captain America's shield and it would create this devastating attack. And then when they did that in Avengers, I I literally, I felt like I had, uh, uh, I don't know how to phrase it. I, I really like, almost like an orgasm in the theater <laughs> of like, whoa, what is that? You know, like, uh, because it looks cool, and it's also like, oh my god, that's from like a game. Like that was really cool. Um, yeah, it, it, that moment in the theaters, everybody went wild too. And I was like, it was in that w cool like tracking shot where they just kind of like follow like each Avenger, like you know, oh here's Cap doing this, and they're like, oh, and then here's you know Hulk is now doing this, and it was it was really cool. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll stream the third game that just came out on Switch last year and and do some of that because that has a really good roster of heroes as well. I really wish I could play one and two, but my uh, 360 doesn't work. So fortunately, I can't. Uh, how about uh, that? Was all of us for Phase One? Phase Two, which is Iron Man Three through Ant Man. So that's Iron Man Three. That's Thor the Dark World. That's Captain America Winter Soldier. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's uh, Age of Ultron. And then Ant-Man. So for mine, it's really close to a tie here. I really like Winter Soldier. But I also really like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. So for me, it's got to be one of those two. Winter Soldier is just a really fun espionage, you know, espionage uh, film. And uh, Guardians is just a great little space opera. It's it's a really good uh, you know space film that is 
you know, pretty much anybody could go see without having seen any of the other movies, and it can really be some people's entryway into um, the films. And really, it was uh, one of Joy's first films that she had seen in theaters for these MCU films. I think her first one was Winter Soldier, and for Winter Soldier, I think I only caught her up on Captain America 1 and maybe Avengers. Um, but she's all caught up now. She's seen them all a lot. Uh, how about you, Logan? Your favorite phase two? Guardians. Um, and I, I love their soundtrack. I remember downloading it the like the very next day. And it's always it's all the old songs. Um, oh, yeah. Really I, I think but... I actually like volume two soundtrack better. But I I do have uh, I do have both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'm a big Guardians, uh, huge Guardians fan. And actually, last year, one of my ninth graders got me. I actually have like the awesome mix or whatever it is, like in the cassette tape. Oh like, yeah, he, they did he release that. Yeah, yeah, he bought it for me um, as a gift, so that was pretty cool, and I still have that. Um, but I just love all the Guardians are are great. Um, I love it. Rocket's interactions again with Groot. Um, Drax is probably the funniest. Uh, I personally of them all. Um, I mean, Guardians just has humor. Uh, the music's great. Uh, I love um, Yondo. Um, Yandu, yeah, yeah, Yandu, um, but yeah, everything about Guardians and and then uh, and this happens later, of course, but uh, when they start to throw in Thor with the Guardians, it's always funny. But Matthew, uh, mine is also Winter Soldier. Um, I love Captain America: Winter Soldier. It's actually it was it was actually between that and Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man's really mm-hmm. one of my uh, one of my favorite, um, I guess, underrated movies. Yeah, it's it's definitely because in a way, I'm looking at the movies. Ant Man's probably the first one that's more. You know, it you get the you get the main guys in their movies, and you get more sequels of the main guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you get Guardians, but that's like its whole other thing. And then you just get like Ant Man's the first kind of standalone and intro to a character right um, and he i love paul rudd and i think that movie is incredibly funny but also it's it's actually we watched it recently and it's it's a really good movie um but yeah captain america winter soldier is probably one of the best movies that marvel has between everything that happens and it, it definitely moves along the storyline with a lot of the main characters and it, it brings in falcon and you know the whole Bucky and I, I do enjoy the Bucky and uh, um, Steve Rogers friendship and like everything that's happening with them, and it's it constantly is changing with those two uh, between you know Bucky getting mind control and everything. Right. Um, but I do really enjoy. I, I think it's a great sequel to Captain America: The First Avenger. Um, cause it, it does again, move his storyline a lot more. Um, but yeah, I'd have to pick Captain America winter soldier. All right. So favorite movie of phase three, I'm not going to list all of them. This is where it gets out of hand. Civil war through far from home. So pretty much any movie we have not mentioned is within this block here. Um, for me, this has changed. I know last year I said infinity war. 
this has recently changed for me to be Endgame because uh, the more I watch it, the more I love it. Um, but they are very close. I almost consider them one huge movie where I I I, I want I once watched Crap. both of them back to back, and it was uh, uh, fantastic. You okay there, Matt? <laughs> Yeah, I lost my connection. I actually, you were talking, and then you were quiet. And I was like, uh-oh. And it said I lost my connection for a second. Oh, okay. Um, I'm back. Yeah, I definitely heard You're you. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I said before, I, I, I'm not sure if you if you even heard me. I said Endgame for me. Uh, it used to be Infinity War, but the more I watch Endgame, the more I like it. And uh, I actually almost... They're very close for me. I actually consider them almost one huge movie where uh, I did spend a day watching both of them back to back and it was time consuming. It was like six hours, but it was very, uh, very, very fun. Um, and they go together so well. Um, and I like that this has the focus on the original six, but also sprinkling in some of the newer characters like Rocket, um, like Nebula. Um uh, like Captain Marvel, you know, really sprinkling them into being some of the survivors, you know, and uh, dealing with the fallout, but mostly a focus on those original six and making sure they get sent off into a really great period. I think Ant-Man is really cool here as well. He really gets to, you know, uh, not just be kind of on his own thing. I mean, he was partly in Civil War, but other than that, it was... Um, him kind of off doing his own thing with heists and stuff and the pin particles. But this kind of brings him to be an instrumental really without Scott, uh, none of this gets done. So yeah, for me right now it is end game. It could change again, obviously, but, uh, for me right now it's, it's gotta be end game. How about you, Logan? My favorites. Uh, I try to eliminate, um, in game and homecoming, uh, or no, in game. No, I just came my way. Uh, in game and uh, Infinity War. Uh, mine's homecoming, um, just because uh, I never really did think of Spider Man as my favorite until <clears throat> Homecoming. Um, I, I just love that movie. Just the storyline, um, and, and the villain, and, and just everything about it. Um, again, I, I love Tom Holland. Uh, so that that. Easily's my, my favorite of the, which is funny because Infinity War was so good and so is Endgame. But I, I find myself just wanting to watch Homecoming uh, a lot, and then that's another movie I've I've seen. I think I think I watched it five or six times wow. <laughs> um, since it's come out. So I will say though, I know a lot of people not big fans of Guardians two. I enjoy Guardians Volume 2 a lot. And actually, I went and saw that movie in theaters by myself after, like, like later that same weekend that I saw it with my family. Uh, I actually had to help my wife, who was then my girlfriend, move out of... Actually, she was then my fiancé. Moving out of uh, her apartment, and I went and saw Volume 2 by myself, like, at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., and then once that was done, I drove up to Pennsylvania to help her move out of that apartment for her school. <laughs> but uh, at blaring the, the soundtrack to Volume 2 as I was going up to Pennsylvania. <laughs> so that movie has a very fond spot in my heart. Uh, uh, Matt, your favorite movie of Phase 3? 
I think this was the hard, this is one of the hardest ones because there's so like, many, got, so many movies, so many movies, and there so there's a good amount of ones that are just great. There's yeah. Civil War. There's I love Doctor Strange, both Spider Man, Thor Ragnarok is probably the best Thor movie. Um, but in, in all honesty, mine has mine's Infinity War. Um, I I prefer it over Endgame. I I wasn't as amazed at Endgame than I was Infinity War. Um, I love the different. I love the characters. All kind of have their own storyline at the start of Infinity War. You mm-hmm. get like, you get Tony, who all of a sudden po- uh, Doctor Strange pops up with uh, Bruce Banner, and they're like, "We haven't seen you in years," and he's like telling them like, "Thanos is coming." And you get Loki. Like initially, you see Thor is basically completely beat up because of. Uh, Thanos' ship catching them. I love the the villains of Thanos, the, the children of Thanos, I think yeah. is what they call them. They actually have bigger roles in Infinity War. They actually talk. Because in Endgame, they all die in like two seconds when they all come back. Um, mm-hmm. I think you even see one of them get stepped on, I think, by Ant-Man. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, I, it's just I prefer that movie a lot more than Endgame. I, the intro... I love how every character kind of had also an introduction. Like when Captain America catches the spear, I remember the mm-hmm. theater just went ballistic. They were like that. And that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen is when he catches that spear and they fight them. And I think what I liked about it was these children of Thanos have always won. And now all of a sudden they're facing these people on earth who are actually fighting them incredibly well. And even better than their fighting skill. Like when Iron Man says like, it means get lost, Squidward, when it comes to the the one guy talking to him. Um, Ebony Mall. Yeah. I Like, all their lines, I, I just love it so much. And, like, all the characters popping up. And then the battle in Wakanda when Thor pops up with the new... Um, so the badass. New <laughs> That's one of the coolest scenes, I think, in any of the Marvel movies. Because then all of a sudden, like, you get Hulk going, like, you guys are so screwed now. Because, again, like, they, they're not used to losing these villains. They weren't ever used to being the ones getting beat. And now here they are getting beat. But then Thanos in the end, when you see him get the time stone, you just kind of knew, like, wow, the Avengers are actually going to lose. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, was, I, that was something that was really cool that uh, nobody really thought they would do, too, is, is having them lose, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the snap and everything. Um because, uh, you know, people try to say that these movies are all the same and that they always end with the heroes winning, and that's just not true. <laughs> and As I, Infinity I they, War did, they did a really good... They also had characters together. I thought that meshed really mm-hmm. well. I love Doctor Strange and Iron Man arguing with each other because they're both... Thor with the Guardians. Actually smart people. Thor goes great with the Guardians in this one. Um, Captain America and Falcon and Black Widow at with uh, Black Panther and you know Bucky is back and he's finally off of his brainwashing issues and he's finally fighting with them. They did really really well with putting the characters with the right people, and you also get like you know it's the first time Spider Man wears the um, like the iron like the Iron, iron Man Spider space suit whatever it is. I don't know. There it's just that movie. I I felt like in theaters. There's so many just iconic scenes in that movie that people just remember. 
Yeah, that was and a wild the, time in theaters. <laughs> and then at, in the end, they lose, and you have to sit there and go, what's going to happen? Yep, yep. I remember I really had to pee at the end of that movie, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, man, this, this, and it goes to black, and I'm like, holy crap, it actually, uh, actually, they lost, you know, it's over. Like, you were expecting something else to happen there. And then you get to, you know, typically you get the nice fancy credits and then you get the end credit scene uh, as well. And I was like, well, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick when they didn't have a middle scene. <laughs> and then I was able to be there for that for that final end credit scene where they're calling Captain Marvel. Um, and it, that was a great end credit scene, too, just seeing Fury mm-hmm. after not seeing him at all. In Infinity War, um, yeah, even like the I, yeah. I honestly don't. I didn't know much about Captain Marvel and everything. And then I remember reading like that in scene all has to do with with her. And then I don't know. That's it was all. I, I loved it. That was probably I could watch that movie. Oh yeah, constantly. It, it's up there. I, I and I what I always try to do now is I try to watch them close to each other. Those two, um, but. What I really like about Infinity War, somebody that reads comics, is that this is a very, like you said, with the intros and that they all have their own separate storylines. This is a very comic booky thing. So, like you know, in the comic books, the way that they work for people that don't know is that you have your just like the movies, you have your separate titles, right? You have Iron Man has his own comic, Cap has his own comic, Spider Man has his own comic, etc. You know, Black Panther, etc. All the way through. And then you have also a comic of Avengers, you know, where occasionally they team up. And occasionally they do these big events, you know, like Infinity War, like Infinity Gauntlet, like uh, um, Avengers vs. X-Men. You know, like they have all these Civil War. They have all these big events. And typically in a big event, uh, there are... Like it ties into like, okay, you read... Captain America issue 42, and then oh, instead of reading Captain America issue 43, you now read the event, you know? And you read the event, and it kind of like, if if you don't read Captain America number 42, then yeah, you're still fine, because it'll show you where he was at the beginning of the comic, and it'll be like, just like how it does with Doctor Strange dropping in on Iron Man, and you feel like maybe you missed something with Iron Man and Pepper. They're like, oh hey, you know, like, hey, this is going on, we need you right here, and it, and it really felt like a comic book to me and i think that's one thing that i really it really felt like the big team up event series and at certain times i couldn't believe that we were actually seeing some of these characters interact for the first time you know like seeing the guardians with some of the avengers who have you know the guardians have been so separate at that time um and when when they all when iron man and doctor strange meet guardians yeah. and i just that whole interchange why is like, Gamora? <laughs> and then also where he's like, uh, what does he say? He ends up saying like, what master do you serve? He's like, what master serve? What do you want me to say? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> he's like, uh, and then he's like, you're from Earth. He's like, no, dip, no, he, I'm from Missouri. And he's like, that's Earth, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's math. There's one about the math. Like he doesn't do math very well. Uh, yeah, like, but I, you know, I think- you know what though? I totally get what Peter's saying though. Right? Like, he says, I'm 50% human. Yeah. Right? Actually, 50% yeah. alien. 
but my part that's dumbass is a hundred percent human. Like I totally get what he's saying. Like, like he, you know, I, I totally get what he's saying. So I don't know why Tony throws that, uh, out at him as saying, you know, your mouth is astounding me when I totally understand it. Maybe I'm just a dumbass as well, I guess. <laughs> no, I think, no, because I, I remember watching it going, I actually, he has a point on this one. Yeah. Like, but also, like, when they're on Thanos' home planet and uh, he's like, uh, like, Footloose? And he's like, exactly like Footloose. Is it, like, is it still the greatest movie ever? <laughs> it never <laughs> like, was. Like, it never was. <laughs> the same thing when they say about, uh, when they say to Thor about Kevin Bacon being part of Earth's uh-huh. Mightiest Heroes, and he's like, I don't know, I haven't been there in a while. He might be part of the team. <laughs> they, like, the lines in Infinity War, I, I think that's what puts it over the top for me in Endgame. Mm-hmm. I, I just think the lines in... Yep. It, the, I, I left that movie feeling more satisfied with what happened and like excited than I think I did with Endgame. I know it was like the... It was the second part of the movie, basically. So it was like you knew it was going to end in a certain way, but it was just—it was so much better. Yeah, Infinity War was in my mind. Well, that, and then um, when he tells him to go back because um, Earth is closed, um, and then the Squidward part—I um, mean, just like Drax's whole thing when he's standing in there and he's like, "I've mastered the ability of standing so incredibly still that I." Come uh, invisible yeah. to the eye, and they're like, "We could see you. You're eating a corn chip." He goes, "Damn it!" <laughs> really, with uh, when you look at the writers too of these films, Marcus and McFeely had wrote, uh, you know, the first Avenger. They wrote uh, Winter Soldier. They wrote uh, Civil War. They wrote Infinity War, and they wrote Endgame. And I think they did some writing on Thor: The Dark World. But uh, they weren't the only sole ones on that one. Um, but really, when you look at it, they wrote a crap ton of their MCU's best movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I actually, I enjoy the Russo brothers. Yeah. Yeah, they've been really they, good directors, too. And they're also big Liverpool fans. So that Are they? <laughs> yeah, they're huge. I thought you were going to say liberals. I was like, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a political podcast. Um, uh, all right. We're, we're going over to favorite Infinity Stone. Anybody that knows me knows how much I love time travel. Yeah. Which means for me, my favorite stone is the time stone. Uh, really? Just, just think of all the good stuff you can do with it. Just think of what Doctor Strange does with it. He makes an apple look eaten, and then he replenishes the apple. Does that mean I can eat an apple and then (laughs) replenish it? So I can enjoy the food, but maybe get it reverse taken out of me so I don't gain weight? Could this be something I can do with the time stone? Um, Yeah, for me, it's a time stone. I love time travel, which is, I think, one thing that really helps end game out as well for me. Um, how about you, Logan? Your favorite Infinity Stone? Uh, same. I love time. Um, because like you, I, I think it it's really cool because like at the end, it's kind of like they have the time stone, but they don't. Um, so I, I, I've always loved, I don't necessarily like time travel, mm-hmm. um, but I like the way that they play into it. Um, and, and the fact that, you know, all, all these things are capable through time and Ant-Man being able to do that. Um, 
and, and just that space time continuum of not knowing like it could be out there and, and people have argued that it's out there. I think it's just really cool. Um, just to think about like, like what you said, could you imagine going back in time and being able to, to, to change things or see things um, that you hadn't seen before? Uh, and plus Dr. Strange is one of my favorites. So I think the fact that he plays with time and, and knows all these outcomes, which is still one of my favorite lines of um, infinity yeah. war when he goes, Hey doc, you know, how many, uh, you know how many outcomes do he win and he goes one <laughs> out of all the billion that he saw yeah what what's what's what what outcome is it and i think it's just a cool tie-in to it all because um, it's it is weird because it's like they go back in time and like thanos has all that stuff erased from his memory so it's you know he it's like thanos it's a separate like timeline the, at that point. yeah yeah and, and you're in that separate timeline where thanos doesn't give a crap he just wants to wipe you off the earth again yeah he's pissed um, with no personal you're trying to undo to what, what i've done i am mm-hmm. a god you know it's kind of what thanos is right and he, and he sees it through like what's her name nebula um, yeah he sees it through her um but I, he doesn't quite feel like he's not the same thanos so it's, it's you know i think that's a weird dynamic but i think it makes the movie even better so. matt your favorite time uh, your favorite time stone i was gonna say your favorite <laughs> infinity stone <laughs> um it's the same i think that ah oh, first agreement there <laughs> yeah. I, I i was looking at them all and not for the the apple parts really cool like i you know <laughs> i'd prefer it was like an orange or something but well yeah i would uh, say any food like i could be eating <laughs> mcnuggets and then just totally not eat them and <laughs> I was like, I was looking at all the different stones though, and just where they're at with the movies and kind of what role they play. And none of them are all that like, you know, the reality stone is mainly in Thor Dark World. Yeah. It's not really like, you know, it's kind of cool. The power stone is, you know, in Guardians, and I I do love the Guardians movie, but again, it's like, it's it's like, eh, you know, it the you know you get the Mind Stone, which obviously it plays a pretty big role as well as the Mm -hmm. Tesseract and the Space Stone. But, like, the Time Stone plays such a huge role in Doctor Strange and that ending part with uh, Dormammu, where he just keeps yeah. coming back and he's just like, we're in an endless time loop, baby. Like, this is it. Like, you gotta I've come to bargain. You <laughs> <laughs> like, can't do that and he just keeps popping back. But then, like, it, it's also, to me, in Infinity War, that was the scene. Once Thanos got the Time Stone, I think that was the stone. You knew they were screwed. Gonna, like whether it was the second, third, fifth, whatever stone, like see, you kind of cut out there. Repeat whatever you just said. Oh no! I'm just gonna do the same thing with uh, Vision now, and he's gonna come back to life. I'm gonna take the Mind Stone out of him. I I think it's the most powerful one. I think it's 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 the one that caused. <laughs> Ever, the snap to happen without the yeah. him getting the time stone mm-hmm. i think you could beat him until he got that time stone i agree um let's see here our oh my second runner-up though was the tesseract the space stone because it's in so many movies it's in captain marvel it's in captain america the first avenger it's in Avengers. It's in the end credit scene of Thor. You know, like it, it's just very. Uh, It'll be in Loki's show. Yeah, probably because he runs away with it. Yeah, yeah. so it's got to be. It's definitely one of the most uh, prestigious, I should say. 
Least um, favorite for me is the Soul Stone. I, I, I really mine's that. the reality. <laughs> it's well, I, just I for, guess I don't. I guess I all the other stones are very like you get them, and then like this one, you get Red Skull, and he's just like, yeah, one of you has to jump off this cliff. Yeah, and uh, that, that's the only way. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm not in a full agreement of that. Hey, you don't make the rules. <laughs> the Soul Stone does. Well, I know. <laughs> that scene was crazy. Um, all right, build your own Avengers squad. So we're going to pick six heroes. Uh, I have three lineups, and here's why. All right, so I have one that's my ideal lineup that I wish that these characters could all share the screen together, and they can't. My second one is just all the characters that are in the MCU right now. And my third one is what I think it's going to be in the future now that we've lost Cap and Iron Man and stuff. So so I'll start, uh, since I've thought this out too much. And I am going to go with... So my ideal one, okay, is Iron Man, Cap, Thor, Hulk, Spider-Man, and whenever they introduce the X-Men... <clears throat> Wolverine, okay. Oh man. Uh, so that's my ideal one, and we'll sadly never see that because Cap is gone, Iron Man's gone, and Wolverine is still probably years away. Uh, if I had to pick just ones that were in the MCU, I have Iron Man, Cap, Thor, <laughs> Hulk, <laughs> Spider Man, and Ant Man as my favorite of the MCU squad. I would use. And in the future, what I think it's going to be in the next Avengers film, I have Thor, Hulk, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, and Black Knight, who is going to be in Eternals, uh, played by Kit Harington. So um, that's who I have as a future one there. You guys don't have to go that deep with it, but let's go to Logan. Who's your ideal Avengers squad? So mine's more, I guess, more based on humor than anything. If we're not right. gonna, if we're not so you're gonna, not gonna up, you're not gonna solve crime. We're gonna laugh. Crime, to death. Gonna laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're having a good damn time. Um, so <laughs> my squad is, is <laughs> Iron Man. We're having a good damn time. Yeah. Iron Man, uh, Spider Man, Ant Man, Quill. Gamora and Rocket. So three of the Guardians. But here's why. I was like, I feel like the three together, Rocket, Gamora, like I, I they need a love thing and, and I don't really want to, you know, cross any lines there. So I'm just gonna put Quill and Gamora since they've already, you know, but and I love Gamora. Um and I think that she's an important part to Quill's. Um I love Rocket's interactions with Quill, like I said before. Um and then Spider-Man and Ant-Man are probably the funniest of the whole bunch. Um, just, like, Spider-Man's more wit. Ant-Man's is more like Joey. I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah. But just that. And then Iron Man's just that sarcastic asshole that you just need in every bunch. Um, and plus, I feel like the Iron Man-Spider-Man relationship. Um, and then you have the three mans, so that'd be cool. Uh, so that's my that's my ideal hilarious group uh it'd be a great like a spin-off sitcom or something so except iron man's dead spoiler <laughs> alert <clears throat> all right over to matthew so 
mine are kind of just my favorite ones. Um, I I have Iron Man. Um, then I have Doctor Strange, Spider Man, Hawkeye, Ant Man, and Bucky. I those are probably my top six characters throughout the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, all for different reasons, but one I think the one liners. I kind of going on Logan's. I think the one liners would be great between the six of them. Um, especially because all of them have some sort of comedic, and they're not going to agree with each other. Uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange are probably going to fight. Hawkeye is not really a fan of Iron Man. Uh, Bucky's obviously not a fan of Iron Man. <laughs> or maybe none of them like Iron Man, but Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I a, a lot of mine was just who are my favorite ones. But I, in a way, they're not like too bad together because you get, you know, Doctor Strange has time manipulation. You get Iron Man and Spider-Man are kind of similar. Hawkeye, you get for shooting the arrows. Ant-Man can grow small or get huge. And then I think Bucky's just cool. Um, I think once once Bucky realizes who he is, I love him. Uh, especially yeah. in game. I actually think in Endgame, when they come back, I love just like the little things with Captain America. Because um, like Falcon freaks out, but then Bucky's just kind of like, he's, oh, look over there, man. He's, he's there. Um, he kind of knew what he was going to do. It seemed like he knew he was going to stay back and be with Peggy. Uh, but yeah. Those would probably be my six, all based off of who I like. All right, and our final question before we go over our ranks and what we look forward to. Favorite end credit scene. So this could be mid-credit or end credit scene. Mine took me a bit to figure out. But uh, hopefully you had enough time, Matt, to figure it out. Uh, mine is uh, Thanos at the end of Avengers. Hmm. Uh, the reveal that it's Thanos, that's when I heard gasps in my uh, audience. Uh, I, didn't, I mean, I knew of Thanos. I didn't know a lot about Thanos when I saw Avengers opening night. And um, we knew it was going to go somewhere. Thanos is typically... Paired with the Infinity Gauntlet, but not always. So some people had no idea if it was going to actually deal with the Infinity Gauntlet or anything like that. Um, but once we kind of started getting some other uh, movies like uh, like uh, Guardians and Avengers Age of Ultron, where it really starts spelling it out, we, we kind of knew where we were going at that point. And... Um, it was just cool to see who was behind it all and the fact that, hey, yeah, we were building up to Avengers, but now we're building up to something even more. And that really is so ambitious for, you know, a movie that a lot of people thought was going to flop. But Marvel is very uh, strong in their vision and they don't care. People thought Guardians was going to flop and it became a huge hit. People thought Ant-Man was going to flop and it was a modest hit. Like, people now think Eternals is going to be the flop, but... I really can't bet against Marvel right now. So uh, for me, that all really started and my trust in Marvel was when seeing how big their plan was by, by revealing Thanos at the end. How about you, Logan, your favorite end credit scene? So mine happens at um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, mostly because it's that it was the movie like, I, and I love Ant-Man, uh, but it was like the holdover for, um, Endgame, um, and like how, we were like, how are they going to put? You know, how are they going to make 
uh, Ant-Man going. And this had everybody, obviously, had me buzzing about, like, maybe Ant-Man has something to do with going back in time and finding the stones or something. Um, but when he's in the time vortex or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, the quantum tunnel, um, and he's in there and um, he gets into the tunnel and, and then her mom's back and they're all, all three of them are standing outside of it. Uh, and he's in the tunnel and he goes, guys, guys. And then it like pans out and it's outside of the van and it's uh, like the dust when Thanos snaps and they're all gone. Um, that scene was just like, oh my gosh. Because then it had you really ready. Like you love, I loved Ant-Man and Wasp. And then um, you had like that build up to the end game, um, which was exciting. So, Yeah, uh, I could see that one. That was a good, that was a good end credit scene as well. You know what one my mom mentioned before we get to Matt? She was like, I don't know, I really like the ant playing the drums. I was like, that's going to be uh, <laughs> the top of your list. Uh, how about you, Matt? You're, hopefully it's not that one, because I just ruined it for you. So. Uh, God darn it. Um, yeah, this was, it was tough, because there's a lot of good ones. I, the one I, I think I have to go with, though, is, is from Iron Man, when Fury tells uh, mm-hmm. Tony Stark that, hey, you're, you're not the only person like this. Like, you know, I've got I've got this team coming up. Um, I I just think I I enjoy that. It's the start of the whole MCU and it does set it up nicely. Um, I, I I enjoy how it just kind of was like, hey, by the way, Tony, you're not the only one. Um, and I, it, I think that setup is what makes it probably my favorite one. Um the other one I was kind of, and it was more just because I think it's it was kind of a funny one, but it's in Doctor Strange. Uh, it's when Thor and Doctor Strange are talking. Mm-hmm. Basically, the scene from Ragnarok where he keeps where he fills up back up the beer. Yeah, um, I don't know why, but I, I think that might be my favorite like funny one. Um, but I, it's definitely the Iron Man one. I just, having it all start right there is what makes it my favorite. All right, I guess we can get over to our rankings. Uh, we'll just do this one at a time, like um, me, then Logan, then Matt, and then I guess if we have any that we think are blasphemous, uh, blasphemous, <laughs> we'll we'll confront Gross, each other said, about that. Hell yeah! Number <laughs> number Matt, tw- you suck. Number twenty three <laughs> on my list is the Incredible Hulk. Gave you a little preview of that earlier. Number twenty two on my list is Thor: The Dark World. Number 21 on my list is Doctor Strange. I already have an argument. <laughs> Me too. Jordan, why? I, I like the character, but uh, and I liked the movie when I first saw it, but it just it's <laughs> kind of bores me now. I am really excited for the sequel. Um, and I, I think that the Russos and the Marcus and McFeely have a better grasp on the character. Um, Iron Man 3 is number 20. I don't really care for the third Iron Man movie. Um, as you can see, number 19, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and, and for people that don't know how we did this, there's a website called Sorta.app, S-O-R-T-A dot A-P-P. And when you go there, you can click. They have it for Star Wars. They have it for now Pokemon starters. They have it for all these things. And they uh, what they do is they pretty much ask, what movie do you want to watch right now out of these two? And it 
you click which one, and then it gives you this. So I didn't sit here and say number 19 is Ant-Man and the Wasp. It told me that by what I selected. Uh, number 18 is Thor. Number 17 is Black Panther. We've kind of discussed this a bit on here, but um, I like the movie. I, mean, I love all these movies. But for me, uh, Black Panther... Um, only had uh, you know a few parts that really amazed me. Uh, I love the costume design. I love the music, um, but some of it was kind of the same same stuff. I feel like uh, number sixteen is Captain Marvel. <clears throat> number fifteen is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Wow, it's kind of down there. Number fourteen is Ant Man. Number thirteen is Spider Man: Far From Home. Number twelve is Iron Man Two. Number 11 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, surprised me down there. Number 10 is Iron Man. Number 9 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number 8 is Captain America the First Avenger. Number 7 is Thor Ragnarok. Number 6 is Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number 5 is Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 4 is The Avengers. Number 3 is Captain America Civil War. Number two is Avengers Infinity War. And number one is Avengers Endgame. Over to Logs. Unless you guys have any thoughts, but if not. There was one part where there was like four straight movies toward the bottom that me and you had the exact same. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, is your 23rd The Incredible Hulk? No, it's... um, Wait, let me... Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> so we all tied there. <laughs> we all tied there. Twenty um, second Thor. Um, I never, I, I couldn't stand Thor at the beginning. Um, so you'll see a trend here soon. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, twenty one. Um, the board. It was the only Avengers movie. I was like, I, uh, is this over yet? Um, I think, I think that will change when you watch it again. Yeah, I'll have to see how it changes because I'm I, I, serious. Like the only reason I liked it was because um, uh, James Spader was in it. Um, number twenty was Thor: The Dark World. Um, that's another one I don't remember much of. That's going to change too. That's probably going to go lower than Thor for you this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't stand the Dark World that much. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, Nineteen is Iron Man two. Um, 18, Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, oh. yeah, I didn't like Cap. The, I, I, the first one just was not very interesting to me. Um, and I've watched that one at least twice, so I know that that's pretty accurate. Um, 17, Captain Marvel. The 16, Iron Man 3. 15, Black Panther. 14, uh, Thor Ragnarok. 13, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 12, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. 11 is Far From Home. 10 is The Avengers. Strange is uh, number 9. Number 8 is Winter Soldier. Uh, 7, Ant-Man. Uh, 6 is Home... Or this one is... This is the one that like it mixed up. I just realized that these two mixed up in my top 10. Um, Otherwise, the the top ten is correct if you just flip these two. Um, six is Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, five is Iron Man. Four is Endgame. Uh, three is Captain America Civil War. 
Um, number two is Guardians of the Galaxy, and then number one is Infinity War. Your list is whack. Doctor Strange above Avengers one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm I, not gonna lie. I, I don't have a whole. I think uh, Ant Man is the same number for both of us. Yeah, I didn't like. Oh, no, for some reason, whenever I watch the Avengers, and I think it's because it's they're early on, I, I, they don't feel the same to me. Like I don't know what it was. I'll have to watch it again and see if it changes because I've only watched most of these once. Um, no, I'm kind so, of intrigued to see if your rating, if your rankings change after it because yeah, there's so much like especially after knowing how it all ends, mm-hmm. you're able to watch it looking for other things instead of trying to see what's going to happen because you know what's going to happen so now you're like okay well then you pick up on little things that just make it a look that honestly make some of them better and some of them worse mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i'm interested to see how that changes because people always rave about the first avengers and the only scene i can physically remember is that the end when they're fighting in the city and then their end credit scene when they're eating Cheeseburgers or whatever they're eating. Shawarma, not Shwarma. even close to cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how much I remember it. It's great. That's also, that's the movie where uh, Loki is in like Germany, and like yeah, one guy. Is that like, when they're Captain fighting America the towers? Like, is that when they're fighting in the tower? And what's yeah. one is yeah, the one where Dark Tower. Uh, yeah. When Cap's in the elevator. No, that's Winter Soldier. That's Winter Soldier. Now, if See. you're looking at Endgame, yeah, he goes into the the yeah. elevator in Stark, you know, right, and gets the um, staff. Matt. So uh, my last one is uh, the Incredible Hulk. Uh, shocking. Um, number twenty-two is Thor: Dark World. Okay, there's two of ours. <laughs> Twenty-one is Iron Man Two. As much as I love Iron Man, you're gonna see that the first two are, or the second two are low down there. I'm I really a, love, I really love Iron Man too, actually. I, there, I just can't. I think it's into, underrated. Yeah. I, I just can't get into two and three. Like it's just, I don't know. There's not. I love Iron Man one, but then his other movies were just rough. My favorite part about number two, before we move on, is Justin Hammer. I, I just really love uh, Sam Rockwell's performance. <laughs> <laughs> um number 20 is ant-man and the wasp um i don't know it, the movie didn't do much for me i love ant-man and i was kind of disappointed with it mm-hmm. um i do like the end scene where yeah you, you see him stuck in the quantum realm but everything else was just kind of bland to me uh number 19 is iron man 3 number 18 is thor uh mm-hmm. 17 black panther again um uh, black panther was so cool and Civil War, and I was like, really pumped for his movie, and I walked out of it going, I think he was my least favorite character in the movie. <laughs> um, he was like, I honestly think most people would have beat him in the little battle for the um, the crown once he got rid of his powers. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is 16, Captain Marvel. Uh, I I do enjoy Captain Marvel, but the other movies are uh, 15 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, 14 is Guardians 2. Not not a big fan of that one. Um, 13 is Age of Ultron, which definitely would have been lower had I not watched it um, mm-hmm. in the last few months. Number 12 is actually Endgame. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I 
think it ended well, but I, I did feel like something was missing with the movie, or something. There just some something wasn't there with the movie that I, I don't know what it is. It's like it's hard to describe it because even I can't really like maybe say it the correct way. But I just like walked out going, I just feel like there was something missing that would have made it top ten. Uh, number eleven, Captain America: First Avenger. Number 10 is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, number 9 is Iron Man. Number 8 is Captain America Winter Soldier. Number 7 is Ant-Man. Number 6 is Thor Ragnarok. That's, I think that's one of the most fun movies they have mm-hmm. in the MCU. Uh, number 5 is Far From Home. I, that movie, I, I love that movie. For I think it's a great movie after Endgame. Um, but also, I, I think it really increases how amazing Tom Holland is as Peter Parker. Um, four is Doctor Strange. Uh, number three is Civil War. Two is Infinity War. And number one is uh, Original Avengers. Awesome. I will say one of my favorite end credit scenes, runner-up, is definitely the one from Far From Home, where he gets outed as, as uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> that was a real what the fuck type moment until then the deal fell through for Spider-Man and we were kind of like, okay, that kind of sucks. But luckily, uh, Sony and Marvel I, made up on that. <laughs> I, I love how that movie where you think it's kind of over after mm-hmm. uh, Mysterio and him like defeat the last elemental. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, that seems kind of quick, but you know, maybe it, you know, these movies sometimes are so good that you don't realize it. And then all of a sudden you realize that he's actually, he's actually the bad guy. And the scene where Peter realizes that he has to use his own senses because of how much he can manipulate. Um, yeah. Reality basically. And when he has the gun and he tries to shoot it and Peter just grabs it. Like you, uh, like there were so many times I just, there are some really cool images in there too. Um, like when he has those, when he gets in his head at the train yard or whatever, you know, um, the abandoned building, and you have all these really cool images of Spider-Man getting like totally just and, mind confused. And I, even, I love. I also just love Happy and Peter's aunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How like awkward they are about the whole thing, but yeah, I there's some movies like. Honestly, like, I, I probably, Age of Ultron probably moved up after watching it again. Um, Thor Dark World probably moved up from last after watching it again. So it moved up one spot, <laughs> yeah, two spots. It's not the, my, not my least favorite one. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. It's, it's, um, like Black Panther and Captain Marvel, I think are, are good movies, but I just, they're not ones where I'd be, quickly trying to watch again if i had to yeah. pick like if you were to say hey wh- you're gonna pick one marvel movie right now as much as you know i know they got a lot of accolades but at the same time i was like this wasn't as good as what people ma- i think made it out to be mm-hmm. um so as somebody that uh did you know mysterio was going to be a bad guy or that was a total uh honestly t- twist like, for you that was actually a little bit, that was a twist to me. I thought, yeah. I actually thought he was going to be, uh, I think Logan and you and I saw the movie together, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like I, I remember watching that movie. I, when 
he gave Mysterio the glasses. I, I actually, mm-hmm. in my head, was like, wow, that must be the end of the movie. Like, yeah. maybe Mysterio is going to be like a new Avenger. And then all of a sudden, because they really do, I, maybe it's just not realizing a lot about the characters or something, but I, I really did believe the movie was getting close to being over. And I was like, I, I was okay with that ending. And then all of a sudden, Mysterio is now the bad guy. And I was like, crap, how are you going to beat him? And then the scene where he's on the jet with Happy to go fight him, where he's creating his new suit, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just like the callbacks to Tony Stark and his own workshop, and I don't know, I think that part's just so cool. And the yeah. really when he's fighting him, and I think it's I, I do enjoy when MJ learns that he is Spider-Man. Um, but I also like how they took the the thing that happened in Endgame, the whole thing with you know losing five years. I'm happy yeah. with how they described it in that movie. They didn't, mm-hmm. like, ignore it. Like, they really did talk about it. And I think they called it the blip. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I actually really like that they didn't just kind of make it some auxiliary piece of the story. Yeah. They were like, like, this happened. Like, there are people who weren't blipped, and now they're five years older, while everyone that was is still looks the same. Yeah, they've lost so much. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Flash so. tries to use that to get alcohol on the plane, and, and MJ <laughs> calls him out on it. Because <laughs> Zendaya is probably, I think Zendaya is the best MJ. Because mm-hmm. she, she definitely, she's not a normal, she's not like the MJs from, you know, to, is it Tobey Maguire? Yeah. And Andrew Garfield. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, there wasn't an MJ in Andrew Garfield. Or is there not? Uh, no. See, that's how little I think about the other two Spider-Men. Emma Stone was a uh, Gwen Stacy. I actually don't know who that is. I don't know much about. Gwen is actually one uh, Peter's first love interest before we get to oh. MJ. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, yeah, MJ is the only one, and it's Zendaya. Um, but uh, uh, it, so so you had no idea that. Did you know that Mysterio was ever a villain in comics or cartoon or anything, or no? I had heard of his name, but I, I think I thought he was a villain, and then the movie convinced me he wasn't. Right, okay. I just found that curious for people that are not familiar with him, how, how they view that movie. So for me, the whole time, I knew he was going to be turning, you know. Yeah, see, I didn't because, know. Like, I'm glad because I know. Mysterio is, is uh, a very famous Spider-Man villain, and... I watch all the cartoons and stuff, so play the video games. Was, I think part of me was like, wow, this is so cool. I love the direction they're taking this. Like, he's, yeah. I think he's a bad guy, but I guess maybe they're turning him into a good guy. Yeah, and Mysterio sometimes does that where he tries to act good so that way he can... It was very convincing. Yeah, yeah. so that way he can become like a hero type guy. It was he very like older brother-ish. And I love how they tied it into Iron Man by having, uh, you know, Peter Billingsley's character from uh, that gets screamed at by Jeff Bridges. You know, Tony made this in a, you know, in cave in a cave with a box of scraps from the first mm-hmm. Iron Man movie and made it where that guy was part of this uh, thing with um, with uh, with with um, what's his name? Uh, Mysterio, whatever his real name is. Totally blanking on it. Quentin. Um and the fact that they use like the barf technology and all that kind of stuff, it was just I really like how they've been tying in these Spider Man villains into the MCU and stuff. It's been such a joy, such a good 
experience, you know, with Vulture being part of the cleanup crew and stuff. It, it was really good how they've been implementing these guys to make it seem like they've been there for a while. Um, all right, so before we go, this is the last stuff here. Uh, what are we looking forward to the most? So we have three categories here. We have new, we have sequels, and we have Disney+. Plus. So this is all the stuff that is announced. Uh, not a lot of rumors I put on here. So when it comes to new things, we have Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which was supposed to come out in uh, February of next year, but is now coming out in May of next year due to the coronavirus. Um, he's like a martial arts uh, guy. We have Eternals, which was supposed to come out in November of this year, which is now coming out in February of next year. Um, it's... Uh, a very obscure Marvel thing. There's not a lot of Eternals comics. This is actually very, uh, very obscure. Not even a lot of comic fans know too much about the Eternals. Um, but they're created by the Celestials. And, you know, it's going to have also Black Knight in there, who's played by Kit Harington. Um, we got Blade, which is going to be played by Mahershala Ali, who was... Um, in a whole bunch of movies. Um, he's a vampire hunter. Who's also. I think a vampire. Um, but he, he's a vamp, vampire hunter. Is what Blade is. So They've had Wesley Snipes in the role before. Back in the 90's. And they've acknowledged. Fantastic Four and X-Men. But there's no timetable. For those. They're not officially announced for Phase 4. So maybe they're Phase 5. But. So those are the new things. And we'll start with new. For me, right now, I am very excited about Eternals and Shang-Chi, but for me, it's got to be the X-Men. To be able to see them done correctly um, and to see how they're going to implement... Because the X-Men is thousands of characters. There's got to be hundreds of or thousands of characters of X-Men. Um, it's a huge library. They don't have to rush them all in right now, but... You know, I really want to see them interact. Yeah, just seeing like Spider Man interact with like maybe uh, like Wolverine or Cyclops and stuff would be a good time. Storm is also an X Men. Uh, she, at some point in the comics, marries um, T'Challa, you know, Black Panther. So that could be maybe she's introduced in Black Panther 2. You know, there's ways to kind of put them in there. And I think that for me is what I'm excited about the most. And then we'll go over to Logan. So yeah, mine's the uh, the Eternals, um, just because, like you said, I think it's it's going to be an interesting take on stuff that I don't even really know much about. Um, and I was looking at their cast list; it's it huge, ridiculous. Holy cow! Like like really really popular people um, and, and people that have come from some of my favorite movies, um, like Kumail, like that Kumal um, Ninjiani or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, isn't it? Some too? Yeah. Um, and like uh, that Gemma Chan, she, I don't know if you've seen Crazy Rich Asians, but she's really good in it. She's also uh, in, um, she's in Captain Marvel as Minerva. Oh, really? Yeah, she's one of the alien um, oh. people covered in makeup. So huh. she's part of that same group that's with Jude Law and stuff that's hunting yeah. her down. Right. Um, yeah, so she's one of she's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe before, but 
it's a little different because she's not going to be covered in makeup this time. So can't really tell. Um, yeah, and but I mean, just that whole cast. I was like, God, they're bringing back two Game of Thrones guys, um, which will be really cool. Uh, and I love Kit Harrington so much. Um, so I just hope he defends the North really well. Uh, He's pretty much know. playing the same role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Black but, Knight is a is a character that has you know uh, a sword and. I love it. Did you see? I know you're not a big fan of this, Jordan, but I I just googled like the Eternals and I then I googled his character and it brought up like set pictures and it's not much. It's just him talking to that Gemma Chan or whatever her name is. Yeah, they're um, a love interest together. So Cersei, yeah. Cersei and uh, is who Gemma, uh, Gemma uh, Chan is playing, and she uh, typically in the minute. comics Cersei? she's a love interest. Wait. Yeah, yeah, oh, Cersei spelled with mine. an S, I think. I can't wait to see Game of Thrones clash with the Marvel Universe. It's going to be really exciting. <laughs> and then Maleficent comes. This is just going to be a great show. How, so, about, yeah. how about you, Matt? Um, I'm the same as Logan. It's the Eternals. Um, oh, and it really does have to do with the cast. Uh, I love Richard Madden um, and obviously Kit Harrington. I also I also do enjoy Kamal. I never get his, this name right. Nan Gianni? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's actually, really funny. I'm also a big fan of Crazy Rich Asians. I love that movie, so mm-hmm. um, I'm okay with Jimmy Chan as well. Uh, but yeah, it, the cast looks amazing, and honestly, like I—you kind of mentioned that I don't know really anything about the Eternals, so I, I'm very intrigued to see. Not many people do. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it, it's it's very interesting to see what they're gonna do with that movie. Um. I, I don't mind, like, uh, Fantastic Four or X-Men, that kind of stuff. But, like, this is going to be... It, this just seems like another huge, like, Guardians or mm-hmm. Avengers-type cast where it's just so many people. Um, so, And I, I think they do those movies really, really well. But now it's like they have a brand new group that they can kind of create at this point. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's the Eternals. Plus, I feel like the Guardians and them will colla- they'll clash at some... Cause- isn't it? Are are the Eternals in space? Is that where they? No, they're on I mean, Earth. Are they on Earth? They've been on Earth for it, thousands of years. Yeah, because somebody said that like there was going to be a big branch off into like this space saga, but then people are like, no, they they don't want to go Star Wars route. Um, oh no, we'll get tons of cosmic stuff. Yeah. that'll probably be like Captain Marvel two, Fantastic Four. Is probably where we'll get a whole bunch of and Guardians Volume three, Thor, I Love and say, Thunder. I could see a whole Thor, bunch of those man. being space. Yeah, but no, uh, Jordan, what do you think about, I didn't know this until I was looking at the Eternals, John Krasinski met with Marvel? Yeah, people keep trying to push for him to be uh, Richard Reed, who is yeah. uh, Mr. Fantastic. I'd be fine with it, but um, people are pushing for him to be Mr. Fantastic and for uh, Emily Blunt, his wife, to well, be Sue Storm. He- he directs, though, too. He does, yeah. So he could so actually just be meeting for directing. I was going to say, because I feel like he'd be a great, like, uh, people love The Quiet Place, or whatever that's called, The Quiet Place. Yeah. Um, and they love the stuff that he's done, which would be really cool to see him if he could if he could direct something like that, because I think he'd be um, a good selection if you're, like, he'd be interesting. Uh, and that's what I kept seeing, like, him being rumored as, as part of that group, but... I didn't know what that meant because I just saw his head pop up next to Thor and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. 
Hey, it would be cool. I think uh, I think John can do it. You know, I think John could act in it. Have you ever uh, seen the um, show that he does on Amazon Prime? No, I haven't. No. He's somebody said he's really good. Jack Ryan, I think what's called. Um, but somebody said it was really good, and that he could My like that was yeah. yeah. That's like a bridge that he could play one of these. Somebody said he'd be a good villain. I was like, I don't know if I could see him as a villain. Well, haven't you seen him as uh, Golden Face and? And Michael yeah, Scarns. That's true. I forgot Mar- Michael Scarns. <laughs> Threat Level Midnight? He You're plays right. a really good villain, actually. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Don't slander him. Um, yeah. Over to our sequels. So I actually put Black Widow in here because she's a character that's established. So that's what I was kind of going for was characters that are established and not established. So I have Black Widow, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Thor Love and Thunder. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, and Spider-Man 3. For me, it's between Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man mm-hmm. 3, I want to see how this cliffhanger is resolved. Spider-Man's my favorite character. I want to see some more Spidey. Secondly, Doctor Strange is going to be having Wanda Maximoff in it. It's going to be having ties to Loki, the Disney Plus series. And uh, it just sounds awesome. And Sam Raimi, who directed Spider-Man's 1 through 3 uh, back in the early 2000s, is going to be directing this one. So for me, it's between those two. I can't really pick right now. How about you, Logan? Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing how Baby Yoda is rescued from... No, wait. Um, <laughs> right. no, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped for Guardians 3. And I think, like... I feel like it's going to be... Is Thor coming out before Guardians 3? Now it is, yeah. Dang it. Guardians 3 would have came out this May before coronavirus and before James Gunn was fired. Yeah. It's probably not coming out for another three years at this point. 2023 is the the guess. Because I think the way they set up... Like, they had it set up to where they're obviously going to look for Gamora. Um, And I I was kind of hoping that would be... But it sounds like... The story storyline might have to change a little, but anyway, like I, I still feel like the Gore, the Guardians and Thor are still um, going to populate each other's movies. Um, so I feel like I'm more excited for Guardians three though, just because I love their dynamic and uh, I just like to see where they're headed. Um, and I need more Rocket and Groot in my life. So, all right, over to Matt. Yeah, mine's, mine's Doctor Strange uh, and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I've one love Doctor Strange, but also I I read when it initially got announced, and I, I'm still trying to see if I can find it here, but I believe it's also supposed to have a bit of a, a horror movie type background. Yeah. Like they're supposed to do something with the horror movie element. And I, I'm very big into, I love horror movies. Um, so I, I'm intrigued to see what they do to make it somewhat like that, or how do they install that little bit of element into it. Um, and I, I, I've been waiting for the Doctor Strange sequel for a while. I think Love and Thunder could be a lot of fun, um, especially because, again, it's it's directed by Taika. And Thor Ragnarok's easily the best Thor film, so I, I'm mm-hmm. incredibly excited to see how they expand upon that. And hopefully they bring back Rick Thor, because I think Fat Thor is one of my least favorite parts in Endgame. Um, 
I try to forget that he's fat in that movie. Um, but yeah, it's it's Doctor Strange. I, I'm so excited for it, and I I will 100% be there opening day for that one for sure. All right, and our last one, Disney Plus series. Uh, by the way, what I want to do for this, and maybe we can get together and do this, but uh, for my Disney podcast, I really want to make a sub thing that says it's called Marvel Plus, and we just kind of break down episode by episode these Marvel shows. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Hawkeye, and the cartoon series What If. For me, this is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It looks like it's going to have a lot of the feel of uh, of um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and uh, it it uh, I, if it follows the plot that I read in the comics with with um, John Walker, who's going to be in it. Uh, he's a U.S. agent, but it's kind of like the government doesn't want Falcon to be Cap, so they're kind of hiring their own Cap, and we also get Baron Zemo from. Uh, Civil War back in there again. It's going to be really cool and probably really tied in with a whole bunch of cool stuff. So I'm really looking forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier the most, I think. How about you, Logan? Uh, mine is the Hawkeye um, stuff. Only because, like, his... when they, It's in-game when they go and find him and he's in China, right? Um, yeah. When Japan. he's Yeah, or Japan. Um, when he's doing that, um, I just feel like there's so many cool things because I, I like, I really like uh, Renner and, and I do like um, kind of these like operative, like these mission. Um, it kind of reminds me of like if Blacklist that they had bow and arrows. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be more of like that kind of setup where he's going around it and doing different um, things, dealing with different people um, that have different um like the different villains and i think that's what draws me to spider-man too spider-man's got because when i played the video game um i didn't realize how many villains they could do 96 spider-man movies um, they could yeah like and that that that's so cool to me because it's just it's ever-changing and everybody has different like thoughts and ideas as to what society is supposed to be like and i feel like that's the way hawkeye is gonna go um so I'm excited to see that. And when they run out of Spider-Man villains, uh, or when they run out of Tom Holland, they can always just put in Miles Morales in there, and you got even more Spider-Man movies. <laughs> but uh, Matt, favorite Disney or not favorite Disney Plus series it hasn't aired yet, but the one that you're most looking forward to? Uh, mine is um, it's the uh, I, WandaVision. No, definitely not Loki. Um, God, why am I? I'm, it's the it's the one you picked. I'm, why am I blanking? Oh, Falcon on? and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I could not for the life of me think of the freaking name. I always call um, that Bucky and the Winter Soldier, and I'm like, that's <laughs> the same thing. That's not the same. It's, it's the same person. <laughs> uh, I think that one. I I one. I Bucky is. I, I love Bucky, and I, I'm excited to see more of him because majority of his time with the movies are as kind of basically the bad Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, you don't really see him much because he doesn't have a lot of lines in Infinity War or, or even in game. Yeah, so like, and even in in game, he just kind of pops up and he's you know shooting his machine gun or whatever. I'm not very versed in those, um, but it, it it looks honestly, it looks really really good. I love the 
previews that came out on the Super Bowl yeah. made it even more exciting because I'm excited to see Falcon play the Captain America-esque role. Um, I did enjoy how he got the shield at the end of Endgame. Uh, so I, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Loki would probably be a second close, but I, I'm not too excited about WandaVision because um, it looks... Initially I was, but then the preview with how they have it set up is <laughs> I didn't exactly enjoy. I thought it was kind of odd-looking. Um, I know that's on purpose, but it just doesn't look all that great. Uh, I've heard really good things about WandaVision from people that have read the scripts and stuff, though. So I'm hoping that it's it's good. What, one thing that I do like about these Disney Plus series is bringing in, like, I love that Falcon and Winter Soldier is bringing in, you know, Baron Zemo again from Civil War. I like that WandaVision is bringing Darcy from Thor and um the fbi agent from ant-man and the wasp you know like it, we're getting a lot of these and and also wandavision's gonna have a grown-up version of the child from captain marvel so like i love that these series are kind of bringing in all these cool connections to each other and that's what part i think that is really cool about the mcu as a whole is just the story never ends right there's there's always um these cool connections that you can make where instead of being like, Oh, let's come up with a new FBI character that'll hunt down Wanda or something. They're like, well, what if we use, I think it's Jimmy Woo or something from, uh, you know, Randall Park's character from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let's just throw him in instead. You know, like that, when you build out these characters like that, you have that opportunity to be like, well, if we need this type of character, why don't we use one we've already established and it'll make it feel like a real connected world, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah they, uh, they they do great with it so i think the future is bright the future is very bright hopefully you know we can go to movie theaters in november and see black widow uh because i am really pumped for black widow i wasn't initially but i love david harbour um and seeing him as red guardian which is like the russian cap it, it's He's probably going to be my favorite character. And we get Taskmaster as a villain, and he's a really cool villain in the comics. So I think uh, I think that one will be a fun time, but it just sucks. We would have already seen it if it wasn't for this unfortunate situation. But we wouldn't be talking about this because we wouldn't have a podcast. So I guess it works out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today and listening us to us ramble about um uh marvel cinematic universe and excelsior